Don't think healthcare professionals have any business experience? Think again. No topic is off limits as we share tales from our brave hosts who will always tell it like it is. We are hashtag no filter healthcare here to guide you through your healthcare journey are your hosts, Taylor Dunn and Tamara Donda. We want to thank our sponsor Uptime Health, the leading healthcare equipment and compliance management software company for bringing this podcast to fruition. Visit UptimeHealth.com to learn more. Let's get started. Welcome to hashtag no filter healthcare. I'm your co-host Taylor Dunn. And I'm your other co-host, Tamara Donda, and we are so excited to have Harold Gornbein here. Um, he was or is the founding partner at Apex Reimbursement, and we are super excited to have him here with us today. Great to have you join us, Harold. Um, we, actually, we actually recently announced that Apex Reimbursement, Reimbursement is a new partner of Uptime Health, so we clearly understand that there is value with your company that brings our clients in the healthcare industry. but. Um, however, as a founding partner, I'd really love to have you tell us a little bit more about how your company started and the services that you provide. That's great. I appreciate you uh, taking the time to spending time with me and giving us a chance to share this story. Um, Apex, just like a lot of companies, does have an interesting story how we got started. Um, like some businesses, they have by accident, and, and Apex was is not any different. Uh, myself and two other partners that I have, uh, we were sharing office space. Three different businesses. We all shared office spaces, economies of uh, you know efficiency to share space at the time. And uh, one of my partners, uh, Joseph Lefkowitz, uh, he has a cousin who's a practicing periodontist down in Florida, and called him one day and said, "Hey, I'm unhappy with the fees that the insurance companies are paying me, and I know you negotiate stuff because Joseph didn't know anything about dental insurance. I know you negotiate stuff. Can you help?" So. Joe looked at me based on my experience and my historical experience was about 23 years on the insurance carrier side. Uh, so he looked to me to ask me questions about dental insurance. He had a, a brother-in-law at a couple different, uh, one insurance company, another brother-in-law at another insurance company. And we put our heads together and we said, you know what, let's write some letters on behalf of his, his uh, cousin at Peridonis down in Florida uh, to insurance companies and we did. And we were able to improve uh, the fee schedules that he was getting paid by insurance companies. So he was happy. Um, and we looked at each other and we said, you know what? Maybe we have a business. So Apex Reimbursement Specialist was born. We're going to have our 10th year anniversary uh, next month. So we're pretty excited about that. Um, but what happened since day one, just working on fee schedule analysis and improvements, dentists, just like probably uptime as well and other businesses that people have in healthcare. Uh, you do a good job for a client, they say, what else can you do? So they asked us the same thing. So we got into the world of uh, credentialing. So when doctors need to be credentialed in the networks, we do that. We do production by code analysis for practices to help them identify additional treatments that they may not be doing today. Or uh, we also look for compliance issues. If they are uh, coding or submitting codes incorrectly, that may be a compliance audit waiting to happen. Uh, so we want, to, we want to protect them against that. Uh, we also help them select carriers to participate with, and we also do M&A uh, clinical due diligence on behalf of practices uh, and clients that are acquiring dental practices. So um, since 10 years ago today, uh, from then until now, about 30% of our practices that we work with are solo in nature, and about 70% of them are DSO uh, type practices. So our experience is really broad. Um, and that has brought us here 10 years later. This is how we got here. Well, congratulations. Hope you guys are doing something big to celebrate. <laughs> 
Well, um, thank you for the background. We, we partnered with Uptime. That was our first That's celebration, right. and we are partnered with Uptime. <laughs> I love that answer. <laughs> our sponsors will too. So, um, but <laughs> but as you know, you know we're health. We're hashtag No Filter Healthcare. So I'd love to have you tell us as an industry expert with a different background and you know how you got started. Um, maybe telling us that story or whatever that moment was that led you to your career that you have today. I know you gave us a little bit of background of how Apex Reimbursement got started, but how did you um, as an individual get into this business? Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, excellent question. I haven't thought about it in a little while. It's probably been about, and I'm dating myself relative to both of you, but um, it's probably about 30 years ago or so. Um, my wife and I have been married about 31 years and when we were dating, she had a cousin who was working for at the time, Pacific Care Health Systems, which was a big uh, health insurer out in, in, in the West Coast, uh, who eventually was bought by, up by, by United Healthcare. So when I was speaking to her cousin, he said, he said hey, we have openings in our, in our uh, Medicare HMO plan, speaking with, speaking with seniors. So he said, I think you'd do great at it. Um, so timing was come over into healthcare, which working with seniors and a lot of fun 30 years ago. Um, so that's how I really got my feet wet or got the entry point into healthcare was really more of a, I'm getting married, needed a job and a relative recommended it. And I stayed, stayed within the industry the last 30 years, didn't, didn't leave. Uh, but since that time became very experienced in, in healthcare as a whole. Um, but the last 20, I'm going to say 25 years or so now, really focus in the world of dental um, and helping practices, uh, helping on the healthcare side, or we'll call it the dark side. I was on the dental insurance carrier side for many, many years, which that experience is now um, giving me that uh, knowledge to help practices on the other side of the table uh, be able to work well with um, insurance companies and, and help their practices. So kind of a maybe a long-winded story of how, how I got into this business, but uh, it's been great uh, the last 30 years. Uh, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, I love that. That's awesome. So I know you guys do a ton, right? We just went over you know, all of these awesome services that you guys provide, and there was one that really caught my attention, which was the marketing piece. Um, so I know that you offer like lead generation assistance to dental practices. Um, what have you found to be like one of the most common problems while testing advertisements, especially in this industry, and, and kind of how did you solve that problem? Yeah, I think one of, one of the areas in the world of marketing specifically is everybody has SEO um, types of services they're working with or various vendors they're working with, and I think that's definitely very important, um, and they should continue. Don't, don't be afraid to spend money in that space, but send, spend it in a very targeted, targeted way. So if you're a practice and you want to build your, your implant uh, side of the business, focus your SEO in that, be very targeted uh, in that. Uh, the other side of it, I think it's very important in marketing is, and, and should not be missed, is referrals from your own patients within the practice. Um, I find that when you're observing front desk folks, they may, they're welcoming their patients, they're taking payments, they're verifying their insurance coverage, and the patient leaves. A real basic question I think that, that folks need to get in the practice of asking, which I, it's funny, I'll send practices little text. Did you ask, do you have friends and families who need a dentist? Do you have friends and family who need a dentist? 
So you really can't be afraid. And what's interesting is you can't be afraid to ask your patients for referrals. Uh, if they're happy with you with your practice, the best source I believe is is that referral uh, source from the patients. Um, and don't be afraid to ask that question. And often I think they, for some reason, there's they they're so busy. Their days are so busy. Their schedule is so packed that they don't take that extra minute or so just to engage the conversation with the patient, specifically asking for a referral or if anybody else needs a dentist, we're accepting new patients. Um, so I think that's important. Um, having come from the employer-driven uh, uh, insurance and healthcare market, I've always speak to practices about engaging local employers, do a health day, do a present on oral health care to local employers. I think that's a good way to get your get your name out there, get your brand out there, um, and especially if those employers participate with the insurance companies that you do within your practice, uh, that's getting you that exposure, and you already know they have benefits to come see you. So don't be afraid to get out there and speak to uh, employers in your market, and have that front desk. Not be afraid to to speak to patients uh, at the desk for referrals. A couple points I think are important. It's really great advice. I feel like um, a lot of people don't realize that there is opportunity within the office for them to market on your behalf. Um, and so really giving them the knowledge and um, the freedom to be able to do that for, for you is really beneficial. So, um, all right, well, I have one more question. Well, I guess it's more of an opportunity for you to give our listeners some advice. Um, so I know you guys see it all. You're not just dental, you're healthcare across the board. So what's something that every, you could say healthcare practice should focus on more, but more often than not, it becomes almost like a back burner issue and ends up hurting them down the road. It's kind of a loaded question. There's really there two is. parts to that question. <laughs> there is. One is kind of advice in the in the day-to-day, -day, but what do we see that kind of burn practices a little bit, like, like hurt practices, we'll call it from a business perspective. Um, one, I would say, and almost it relates to marketing a little bit, but it's just good common sense, is I think that all practices treat people like individuals and get, build relationships with them and be empathetic to their day-to-day -day and really have a conversation with them. I think that's probably one important rule that all of us sometimes miss because we are, we're busy, busy in our day to day. And it's really hard to uh, not just keep moving, you know, get to the next patient, next patient. Keep the relationship is, is very important. Um, I think on the business side, what we see, you know, in our world, a lot is, is PPO participation, fee schedule analysis, that piece. Where do we see pain sometimes in that? What we see pain is, and it relates to that revenue cycle management piece is, Let's say, uh, let's say you negotiate a new higher paying PPO fee schedule, which is great. Now you're getting paid more for your services that you do day in and day out. Did you take that schedule and actually put it in your PMS system so that when your claims are being paid, how do you know you're getting paid correctly? I, I will tell you that often um, there, is a, there is a little step that's missed and we catch it when we do some audits that when we uh, work with a client on their fee schedules, somebody didn't take it from that PDF and actually put it into their PMS system. So sometimes the charges that they're working with with their patients aren't exactly the, the correct charges. Um, so they're missing out on revenue. Um, connected to that, um, the UCR fee schedule, which is their cash paying schedule, 
often gets overlooked day in and day out. We recommend updating that every single year. Um, and a lot of practices say, well, why should I do that? I work with insurance. I don't get paid my UCR anyways. Well, when it comes to negotiation time, potentially, if, you're, if your UCR is artificially lower than where it could be, the insurance company says, oh, I'm paying you close to UCR. Why should we pay you any more? So make sure you have this upward pressure uh, on your UCR. Make sure it's set appropriately for your market. And also most practices out there have probably about a 15, 20% cash paying self-pay basis. If you haven't updated your UCR in a while, your odds are you're just leaving money on the table. So UCR is a pain point. It's not a hard thing to change. It's not a hard thing to get analyzed and, and help with, um, but it does have an impact through your cash patients and also does have an impact on your insurance fee schedule. So these are both areas that we work with clients every single day. And it's something that often gets overlooked, at least until we get involved. So, <laughs> right. um, you know, we, 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 we it's really amazing how much that is overlooked. Yeah, well, you know, as you were talking about that, I'm like, you know, this would be great um, to set up as reminders and through the task management system that Uptime Health has. And then you have no opportunity to miss those any longer because it's going to remind you. So I'm just, I'm sitting here, my wheels are turning. <laughs> so put in, put in the task manager every, probably every November, start thinking that, you know, 23 is coming up. I need to update my fees. Um, and it's just amazing how much is overlooked. So the more, like you say, uptime has a task manager. You want to do everything. Everybody needs their hands held a little bit to make their make their jobs a little bit easier. So anything you do to help, I think, is uh, I'm sure it'd be welcomed by your by the practices out there. 100% agree. <laughs> Well, we want to appreciate and tell you so much. Thank you, you know, for today and all of this awesome, you know, especially for me, the brand awareness piece, I think is just so important. And I think, you know, you touched on, you know, such important topics as far as like word of mouth and like how powerful that form of marketing is. And um, I think between Taylor and I, we've learned a lot uh, today with you and uh, we really do value your time and your expertise. And um, thank you so much for being here with us. My pleasure. And we're excited to partner with you now. And, and for our listeners, if you'd like to learn more, um, visit apexreimbursement.com. And please make sure that you subscribe to our podcast or comment below if you have any questions for us. Thanks, Harold.